and we're live. We did it. Yay. Hey. Hi. Welcome to the giant sick cast. Yay. <laughs> Everybody's dying. Well, I'm okay. I was sick a good week and Two and thirds ago. of us are dying. <laughs> yep. Well, no, we, we all are dying. Yeah, that we're all dying. Hmm? Yeah. Anyways, but how are you two doing? <laughs> dying. <laughs> yeah, you both have colds, right? John? Hmm? Yeah, I got concred. Nice, nice. Well, that's a good segue into the convention you were at. Why don't we talk about that? I was at Con Bravo uh, over in Hamilton. That was This was my third con in the past month or so. <coughs> nice. And I, uh, I am tired. Yeah, I pretty much well since I've been sick, I've been literally just lying down on the couch, just watching stuff, just trying to make sense, relax and just recover. So uh, but Con Bravo went fine. We had thrown controllers that went good. Uh, we had two signing sessions. Uh, and I was on my buddy Tom's panel, Unintentional Comedy, which was great. Cool. That's cool. Did you um. And you said you did your panels. Mm-hmm. How many was was it like the any record breaking numbers? Uh, I mean, we we filled the room in previous years. So it was just another year of filling the room. OK, they told us it looked like it was going to be a bigger turnout, but I don't see how you get a bigger turnout than the room is full. <laughs> Somebody gets trampled. Yeah, that's Whoa. not a good record. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Good news, John. Five people died at your panel. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, how's uh, how's Hamilton? Hamilton. I don't like that town. <laughs> it's okay. We're we're in the downtown core, and that's where all the homeless people kind of hang out. I feel it's, like that's just downtown of every city. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, like we, yeah. I saw, I watched some homeless people like ask kids for change and stuff like that. But oh no, other other than that, it was good. the The real, the actual issue I have with Hamilton is that like everything shuts down stupid early. Like, uh, all the restaurants close at like seven <laughs> or eight. Wow. Like it's stupid early. Like, but after, it was a weekend though, wasn't it? Yeah, but I'm also we were also well, like, there Thursday. Okay, so you're talking on the weekdays. Because I could see that being the case on, like, a weekend. Yeah, I'm talking about, like, like all no days, basically. Like, it just shut down. Like, Sundays were, like, a loss because I think the only only one restaurant stayed open until about 9 or 10. Otherwise, you had to go to the, like, 24-hour A&W. That was the only food within walking distance. Is that what you ended up doing? Yep. What'd you get? Uh, Chicken strips. Nice. Okay. All right. I, I remember I, I haven't been to a and forever. They're not around here, but Grandpa Burger. Yep. Grandpa Burger. Yeah. I was it's like, is that three or four patties? I think it's three. Yeah, three. I'm pretty sure Something you're like correct. That. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I don't know if I if I said this on, on the show before or not. We were I don't even know where we were. We, we must have been somewhere in central California and we came across an A&W and the people I was road tripping with did not know about the burger family. Oh no. Yeah. 
The Burger Family. And I was like, what on earth are you talking about? There's And I like pointed at the menu. I'm like, that and, literally says Papa Burger. Why Why do you think it says Papa Burger? Yeah. And they're just like, I don't know. I just thought it was like a name. It's like, yeah, what? For you the Burger ex- Family. You're curious? Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, that was that was insane to me. They had no idea. I was like, come on, like, you know, the mom burger, teen burger. They had no idea. I guess it's I don't know. It's not as much of a thing because up north, it's like you got the whole family. Yeah, true. You even I have remember the them introducing burger. like uncle burger. Yeah, yep. there was like baby twins. They did sliders for a little bit. They have the matzo burger, which is the family member nobody actually wants to talk about, so they don't actually name it. They do them. have the matzo burger, which yeah. they should have named something else, like <laughs> like aunt or something. Yeah. Anyway, what uh, what else happened at the convention? Did you buy any games? Uh, a couple. Nothing super of note. Only one, actually, one game of note, and that'd be Persona One. Okay. Got a got a good deal on it. But uh, other than that, uh, just a couple filler games mainly. I think I got given more games than I actually bought because this was like a, a low, a low for me for picking up games because mm. we have had to save money for getting our roof redone. So my oh. spending is, has be extremely reined in. Sure. sure. Yeah. Why are people giving you games? Because they like to like- put them on the cookie. They like to see me suffer. Oh, it just like in hopes that you'll stream them. Yeah. Okay, well, it's like the, what's the number one game where when they hand it to you, you're like, I hope this never comes up. Or you can list a few if there's a few off the top of your head. I get a lot of edutainment games. I got a, uh, I can read and write DS game, but it's in French. (laughs) Great. Okay. Uh, that was on this trip. Trying to think of what else. (laughs) I got Men in Black, the cartoon Okay. The game for that. Um, we I think we talked about that a few weeks ago. That's a good show. <clears throat> trying to think of what else. Uh, what if someone just handed you like a almost empty iPod touch with an app with a Duolingo app? <laughs> what? And was like I was like, what? can you please learn German? Because isn't that the equivalent of this DS I, game I you mean, just mentioned? I did I did that uh <clears throat> was it yeah, my Japan coach or whatever it is that was on the DS. Yeah, same thing, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. How am I going so to stream that? that, though? I feel like people can capture from iOS devices. I guess. Yeah, you could. Also, the person giving it to you would totally be like, that's a you problem. Just get it done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like when you ask the person, is like, what am I supposed to It's like, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> you figure it out. Yeah. I'm not the professional streamer. <laughs> Somebody's just like super rude about you learning German. <laughs> oh, I like this person. That person probably exists, unfortunately. <laughs> so maybe we shouldn't give it that many ideas. No, please don't. <laughs> also, like the only chance that would happen is it'd have to be like an old iPod touch, because who's gonna yeah. give away like a new kind of like useful one? That's that's too expensive. So you're gonna get uh, this like antiquated piece of tech. That's just not useful to anyone. There's some crazy people out there with more money than sense, so I I could see it, honestly. That's true. I'm just okay. Well, any other highlights worth point. mentioning? Not well. I mean, aside from being sick and having to mute my mic a lot, not really. Like it was, yeah, it was pretty low key, honestly. Cool. Okay. Cool. And that's your. Isn't that your favorite show? No, that, that's Magfest. 
Okay, well, same and thing. That's in January. <laughs> Not even close. Same. As far thing. as I'm concerned, it's they're all the, they all just blend together. Uh huh. Wow. Uh-huh. Um, Try living that life, Sean. <laughs> Try living that life. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. Is like I don't live that life. So on this side <laughs> of the conversation, it's like I, convention four. That's that's a fair point. Um, that's a fair point. Yep. Uh, Paul, what's been going on with you, man? Uh, I visited my parents for a few days this last weekend, so I've been playing some Switch stuff mostly, and came back to a completely messy house that. We've been trying to clean up because we let it get by the wayside. And uh, yeah, it's just been one of those weeks of uh, taking care of things around the house. Not really a fun one. Nice being an adult. Yeah, it's great. (laughs) It's awesome. So, yeah, but it has to be done. Adult life sucks. Yeah. So why are you sick? What's your excuse? I'm just going to put it on Bart. Yeah. As usual, yeah. it's, it's it's either Bart or it's the gym. It's probably Bart. <laughs> Let's it's probably be real. Bart yeah. though, because there's so many people at Bart, and it, it's it's miserable, and they all don't cover their mouth when they cough. Oh God! Into your face. Yeah. Gross. Also, just like a just like a lot of people, an alarming number of people who cough or sneeze right into their palm. Hmm. And it's like, what are you going to do with that hand now? Oh, you're going to put it on the banister that I was probably going to touch. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Thanks for that. Oh, you ass. They're going to pick up the whatever you drop to give it to you. And then you're going to be like, oh, yeah. thanks. And not act like a no, douchebag. I don't, I don't, yeah. even, I don't even want a phone. <laughs> yeah. Like, you, that's your phone now. Yeah. This is mine now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, someone's going to come on the train and just sneeze onto, like, my backpack on purpose just to have it. Yeah. Oh, that's my favorite backpack. It's my favorite shirt, but now it's your shirt. <laughs> Ugh, gross. Anyway, um, let's do a podcast. Okay. Uh, this is the Top Down Perspective for August 1st. It's August. Yay. Yay. Hooray, you know what that means. Yep. What what does it mean? You know. And I'm Sean Booker. I'm Paul Fleck. <laughs> is that a threat? Did I say did I say this is the top down perspective? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know. <laughs> you, yeah, you know. You know what it you means. Th- you listening, you know. Come on. Just you know. Yeah. Um John, it's been two weeks. I'm sure you played a whole bunch. What you been playing? Nothing. <laughs> I've been Classic. playing. I've been playing our TDP Plus game. Yeah, I mean to be fair, we nice. have a whole other podcast to talk about what he's been playing. So yeah, so got that that's going. True. If you want to hear what John's been playing, you got to pay up, man. <laughs> oh, that shit ain't free. Why am I on here? It hurts when I laugh. Oh. <laughs> if you want the ad version of the podcast, you get you get to listen to what I've been playing, and you get to listen to what Paul's been playing. Yeah, John's not. Give that shit God out for free? Are you kidding damn me? It. <laughs> oh, regrets. Um. All right. Well. Uh. Now that we've gone past the classic, John's not playing anything. Bit. Let's do a uh, Paul. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> since I was gone, I've been playing. I just got back into Mario Maker Two in a big bad way. Nice. Mainly because I, I think- had a level that I was working on a couple weeks ago that I decided to like finish, and it's been slow going. Just trying to. Think of ideas on how to, like, 
put some stuff together. Did you hit it. that 64 level cap yet? <laughs> yep, <laughs> sure did. No, I think nice. I'm at like eight now. This will be eight. Aw, uh, scrub. Yeah. So, yeah, I've been trying to work on a level that I, is going very slow, but I've been having fun with it. Been playing some other people's levels and it can I think around. you're the only person who's beaten my stage. Which one? My um, Vine one. Oh, that's because it's annoying as fuck, though. It's a, it's hard. See, I finally I made a hard one. I did it. Proud of you. No, you made an annoying one. <laughs> There's it's not, a, it's, why is it annoying? Because that clear condition is terrible. <laughs> that's why. Is it? A, is it a <laughs> land on? Don't touch the ground yeah. one. Yeah. To oh, be fair, you did a very very cool job of that thing. It's just that that clear condition fucking sucks. So. Yeah, you got to climb on a whole bunch of vines. And you have a rude jump at the end to fuck you over right at the last that is, second. That is a mean jump. That is a mean That's jump. That's a bad I jump. I hard to keep that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then other than that, I had uh, a small Instagram clip of the first time I got to the end of that level, jumping over the fucking goal that and landing on the ground. Yep. Yeah. That's good. I actually just stared at my screen for a moment after that happened, just being like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> and then, like, I one-shot it after that, because, like, once you get the feel of a level, it's fine. But that first time was such a heartbreaker. It was terrible. Well, good job. Again, you, you hold the world record. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Proud of you. I did it. Uh, that's pretty much been it, though. More Mario Maker. Uh, if people are still playing that, hit me up with some Maker IDs. I want to check some more levels out. Try to find people that make some cool shit. So, I you know what I have a I've, I follow uh, I watch Patrick Klepek's like three times weekly Mario Maker streams. Okay, <clears throat> sorry, <clears throat> and um, he he plays a lot of really cool stages. So I'll send you some codes that I've seen him play through that are really cool. Okay, that sounds cool. He, he found someone who's remaking all of Dark Souls One. <laughs> what? Yeah, I saw somebody actually play a. Um What's that area? Blight Town, like, version of a level. And it was kind of neat, like, the- thematically. It didn't look that difficult, so that was cool, because I'm getting kind of sick of people trying to just... The thing is, is that when people try to make a difficult level, it just means that they throw a bunch of enemies in there and say, like, dodge all of this, and that's stupid, sure. and if you make that, you're bad, and you should stop. Like, the people that actually, like, craft a difficult level that like flows well are few and far between so yeah i'd like to I'd, like whole dark souls thing sounds kind of interesting i'd like to check that out for yeah sure. i'll send you the code when i after the show yeah for sure uh okay let's talk about what i've been playing because i'm playing the two newest games yeah let's do uh, it i've been playing wolfenstein youngblood i heard this was fucking nice. garbage so let me know what's what? going on here no, really? I, no, no, that seems overly aggressive. I don't think it's as good as like Wolfenstein one or two. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm having a good time with it. It it feels like a kind of like a budget Wolfenstein, which that makes sense. They're charging half price for it. It mm-hmm. it is a budget Wolfenstein. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> if I wasn't to um, play this with a friend, how would I find it? So I haven't been playing. I didn't play any single player. I've been playing exclusively co-op right. with my friend the whole time. No randos. Like I'm playing be- the best experience here. Right. Because apparently um, this have, story sucks and the characters are terrible. I So I like the characters. So oh, you're okay. playing as BJ Blazkowicz's two twin daughters. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I have seen a lot of people go one way or the other on whether they think they're super cringy or whether they like them. <laughs> okay. I'm in the boat of I like them. They are real goofy and silly, and I just love how much they, like, compliment each other. What type of goofy and fights. silly? Maybe this is where <laughs> I need to get the... Uh, are they Tiny so, Tina? Like, no, 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 no. Okay. That's, like, a whole different genre. Like, the goofy stuff will be, like, you'll enter an elevator, which is obviously a loading screen sure and it'll cut to like a like camera like an elevator camera like someone's like watching them or whatever okay and then you're watching them like do the robot because they're killing time in the elevator Mm -hmm. or like trying to scare each other yeah i don't find that terrible Um, yeah i I mean the, the one that happens more frequently is that they will like compliment each other and talk to each other during fights like man jess you're awesome and stuff like that all the time or like man you kick ass you kicked that nazi's ass and i I, i'm enjoying that stuff it does happen quite a bit so maybe that's what people are disliking i i can't give you a specific example of what someone doesn't like right sure um but i like it and you can give each other like oh their perks they're basically like emotes one of them will do like a thumbs up and one of them can do a like throw up the horns Okay. And from your view, it's just you throwing up the horns. Yeah. But if your sister is within a certain amount radius, which you can upgrade to make the radius larger, they'll get some kind of stat boost. So you kind of want to just keep doing that. Right. And like I said, when you do that, you, the character also like compliments them and they, they're just so encouraging to each other. And I, <laughs> I find that endearing. Okay. Sure. <clears throat> uh, I, and you can get a whole bunch of different perks. Uh, the, the two you start out with is, um, and you'll get the perk as well, by the way. Um, but one is, I think the thumbs up is health. You'll get like 50 health. Okay. And the horns is shield. Okay. Uh, but you can get other ones like you can get damage boosts and you know stuff like that. The one I have equipped now is like get full health back. And she kind of does like a martial arts like karate pose. <laughs> okay. And my friend, he got the full shield one, which they she just does the robot during the middle of the fight. <laughs> okay. And then we get full shields. <laughs> And that's just on a cooldown, so you just kind of hit that as you're going. Sure. Or, you know, if I you can see each other's health and stuff, so if I see his health is getting low, I'll throw up some martial arts karate chops. And if I'm like, crap, I have no shield, can you throw me some shield? He'll start doing the robot. <laughs> um, you are in the super suits from Wolfenstein 2. Right. So you start with a double jump. So there you go. Okay. Great <laughs> video game right there. There you go. One might argue there's no better special ability in a video game than a double jump it's a really good one it's high up there for sure yep uh like the other ones you can play stealth if you want uh right. we have not been doing that we have just been running around double jumping on people smashing people guns blazing i never have That's why either I play Wolfenstein. honestly i've yeah. never done stealth yeah myself. I, I don't it's it, it seems so opposite of what i want to do in a wolfenstein game but they do give you the options too um and this these worlds are a lot more open than your typical Wolfenstein or the reboots, at least. Um, I guess the originals as well, because those were pixelated corridors. But, you know, don't, who cares about those right now? <clears throat> the The environments are a lot more open because Arcane worked on the game, mm-hmm. otherwise known as the studio behind Dishonored. So with your double jump, there's like a verticality to the stage. There's like tons of vents you can crawl through, so you can kind of take on the enemies from a bunch of different angles if you want. And there's different paths that'll lead you to where you need to go. So, you know, you don't have to go down these stairs. You can you find a shaft and go down this way. Like, we, we're constantly splitting up and re- reaching the same place together and stuff like that. Uh, which is kind of cool, and that helps with, if you want to play stealth, that helps you kind of get around as well. Uh, you can, you know, you can throw 
knives or or axes at people, which do a crazy amount of damage. So that's super fun. Um, and there's a there's a a, a, a change to the <clears throat> uh, the guns at this time where there's different types of ammo you'll get. And the enemies will have different types of like health bar. So the enemies have health bars for one mm-hmm. and they'll have like bonus health that'll be specific to one ammo type. So you have to kind of juggle which ammo you're using because it'll do more damage versus doing very little damage. So it's like I'll come across one guy and it's like, oh, I can't use my shotgun against him. Otherwise, it'll take like, you know, six pumps of the shotgun to do it. Whereas I could switch to like my machine gun and it'll actually take him out really quick because I'm using the right ammo on that gun. I think this is one of the things people were complaining about is they don't like the Borderlands eight Borderlandsization of Wolfenstein, essentially this way. The looter shooter RPG stuff. Apparently, well, there's, well, there's no loot. Let me say that there's no loot to this game. Right, but there's different ammo types um, and apparently a progression system that's very annoying. People are saying. So the ammo type, I would I would make it similar, to, more similar to like Destiny, where it's like, oh, that guy okay. has an orange shield, so I need to use energy, uh, like an energy gun. Gotcha. Okay. Kind of that thing, and there's only two. There's only two ammo types, so it's pretty easy. Uh, you hit Y to switch to your last gun. So as long as you're like using kind of two guns of one of each type, mm-hmm. it's super easy to just hit Y. Now I'm using this gun. Mm-hmm. And then progression system is pretty much the same as Wolfenstein has been. The more you use the gun, like the more damage it'll end up doing with it. Hmm. Uh, you do level up, which makes you stronger. Uh, you can up, you can unlock like there's a skill tree of getting more health, uh, doing more damage with your like charge attack, and you can customize the guns in different ways too. You can basically put like a silencer on anything. You can put a flashlight on anything because some of the areas are dark. like super dark, so you'll need a flashlight. Sure. Stuff like that. And then you can upgrade those as well. Uh, everything's pretty cheap. You get money really fast. So there hasn't really been a, an, something I haven't been able to purchase. <clears throat> okay. And they got all your favorite guns in there. The laser gun mm-hmm. is back. Mm-hmm. And nothing just melts people and stuff. So that, that's cool. Um, I'm enjoying it. It's, I think I'm about halfway through it. I want to say this game is six hours or so. Maybe a bit longer if after, you know, maybe if there's a couple further missions. So I want to say it's about six or seven hours. Okay. Um, <clears throat> it's worth noting if you are uh, thinking of playing at co-op with a friend, if you buy the deluxe edition, you get a buddy pass. Right. And at least in the States, the deluxe edition is 10 bucks more. However, since I've seen that thing go on sale, it's always been only $2 more. For some reason, like Amazon always has it discounted like eight bucks. Weird. Um, okay. <laughs> so if you have a friend you want to play it with, buy the deluxe one. You'll get the buddy pass to give it to them, and then you both get a copy to play with each other. Mm. Um, I will say I have seen the Switch version in action at work. Okay. And that game looks like trash. Yeah, Ooh. I'm sure. <laughs> it looks so bad. Oh my gosh, it looks so grungy and yep. awful. Um, That's not and a that surprise. was in docked, so I cannot even imagine what it's like handheld. That's not a surprise. But, uh, I also don't know who the who the Switch owner is that's playing Wolfenstein Youngblood. Uh, I mean, it's the Switch owner that doesn't own another way to play it, right? Probably. I guess, I, but I, I would assume if someone is that interested in the Wolfenstein steer, series, they own more than a Switch. Probably, yeah. It does seem a little in- weird that they wouldn't have a computer at least, because that's usually where the Wolfenstein demographic specifically comes from. 
So, yeah, it is a little weird. I'm sure that person exists, though. They have a Switch and they love Wolfenstein. I mean, it, it, it must. They, they put it out on the Switch. Yeah. I'm just... Yeah, no, yeah, it's weird. It is, um, yeah. Uh, I just would... If you have the option to not play it on Switch, I don't play it on Switch. That's, <laughs> that's what I gotta say. Sure. Uh, otherwise, it's fast and it, and it runs pretty well. Looks sure. good on everything else, or at least it looks good on the Xbox and the PC is what I've also seen. Mm-hmm. Um, story-wise, it's it's kind of interesting. Uh, I will say the story is nowhere near as like exciting as like Wolfenstein Two and stuff and One because Wolfenstein, for whatever reason, has a really good story. Actually, it's um, like the it's unironically the thing I like about Wolfenstein. So when people say yeah. this doesn't have a good story, I'm kind of out. Like I kind of don't care. Yeah, the, this story it's it's so the the two sisters are looking for their like miss, missing father. Sure. Um, and then you just kind of go on like what is essentially just like random mis- missions, and the mission structures aren't even that uh, interesting. Um, <clears throat> it's just kind of a lot of like, hey, you need to go find some intel at this place, and then it's just kind of run and gun through these open areas, which will eventually narrow down into like a a, cer- a specific building. And then you get kind of your more stereotypical Wolfenstein experience of kind of a corridor shooter. Right. You get to the end of that and you just kind of hit it like, yes, like a button on the Intel. You have it. That's the end of it. Sure. Um, they do try and mix this up a bit by like adding in so- side objectives to do while you're doing this. Like, oh, hey, we just got word of like some people got kidnapped while you're over there. Can you go deal with it? And you can, but it's the exact same gameplay idea you're just going to run over to this area and you're going to hit a button on like this computer instead mission done yeah like the design the missions aren't really that great it does sound like Uh, they knew what they were they made though the fact that you like pay basically full price for the game and you get uh two copies of it to give to like they know they made a co-op shooter right Right. Well, you're not playing full price for the game. Like if if you were paying the full price of this game, it's only 40 bucks. That's not that's still 20 bucks cheaper than a full price game. Mm-hmm. So it, <laughs> it is definitely a budget Wolfenstein you, and they're and they've priced it appropriately. Like, I think this is a fine price for what you're kind of getting. Mm-hmm. Um, the most interesting thing with the story, I will say, though, is so at the end of two, like they were ready to like, here we go. Revolution started. Let's take back America. Right. Um, sure. And everyone's assuming, like, hey, Wolfenstein 3, Mecha Hitler's got to be there. You know what I mean? Sure. In Youngblood, since it takes place in the 80s, so it's like 20 years later, everyone's like, oh, hey, you're the daughter of the guy who killed Hitler. Mm. And it's like, what? What is going? I just missed it? Um, So that's just kind of interesting. And it also makes you think, so I guess 3 takes place before before this young blood yeah sure so these girls won't be in three which is kind of a bummer because like i like i like these characters but they'll be too young in in wolfenstein three so i don't know i do hear something really story weird happens at the end of this so i'm curious to see what happens with that it sounds like uh, you this should be viewed definitely more like a far cry like blood dragon sort of thing like a side story that takes place in that universe and not as a wolfenstein continuation or wolfenstein 3 yeah. yep okay but uh, from what i understand though near the end like there are major story implications sure i can't i can't speak for that yet but yeah no that's a good way it is a, it is a side it is a okay. side story it's a it's a shoot off that makes spin-off. more sense to me why people are shitting on it then because they were misinformed about what this was probably 
Well, I mean, I, I think it, it, the fact that it doesn't have a three on it kind of does say something. Yeah. So, like, maybe. I don't think they were ever pitched it as this is Wolfenstein 3, this is the next chapter. Right. Um, um, but yeah, like I said, I'm having fun. I'm also playing it in the in the perfect way. Uh, um, I guess I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you, what do gold bars do? Because on the page here, I can buy gold bars for this game. Do you know? Uh, I'd assume, it, like, you can buy it with real money? Yeah. Uh, t- to- I'm assuming gold bars will just, like, unlock the stuff you can get in games. I have yet to come across something that's hard to unlock. There's a bunch of skins, so maybe it's just a faster way to get the skins get if you skins. didn't want to, like... Okay. Gr- I hesitate to even use the word grind out the currency in games. Sure. Like I said, money comes super fast in this game. Uh, I, I have yet to come to across something where I would need to put money into it. Okay. This is weird that I saw gold bars here and it says buy gold. It's like, oh, that's okay. I thought maybe it was an ad for something, but yeah, okay. Okay. And the other game I've been playing this week is Fire Emblem Three Houses. Yes. Uh, which I'm enjoying quite a bit. Uh, I'm a huge Fire Emblem fan. And I will say this Fire Emblem game is weird. <laughs> it is. It's. I feel like it's a bit of a departure from the series. Because, um, you know, when I think of Fire Emblem, I think of just kind of like mission followed by mission followed by mission. It's all fights. Sure. And in the last few games, you know, echoes aside. Uh, there has been a, a leaning on more of the relationship aspect and the kind of the whole anime cutscenes and stuff that was definitely get, getting more and more prominent. This seems to like be the pinnacle of that. Okay. Um, I would say most of the, I've, I'm, I've put about six or seven hours into the game. I want to say most of that has been relationship stuff. Oh, wow. Okay. Huh. Um, so the way it's set up is that you are a professor at a monastery, like uh, some kind of like like a church school, basically. Um, and so there's all these students around. You pick which of the three classes you want to be in charge of. And then that's how you get a bunch of your characters, although you can recruit characters from the other classes. So if there's people you do like, you can get them onto yours by raising specific stats of your own. Um for those who are who are playing Fire Emblem, I picked the Yellow House, which I can't remember the name of. That's okay. the deer, I think. Golden Deer. Yeah, Golden Deer. Yep, that's right. Um, it's the archer guy. I kind of regret this because it seems like the one you should have picked is the red one. Oh, really? Okay. The Black Eagles, I think they're called. Why is that? Um, because at, uh, first off, I hear this. So the stories are also different, which is interesting. Um, I hear the story for the Black Eagles is very good. Um, not that mine's bad, but there's just some really cool stuff that happens there. Also, every student, because I didn't know any of the students, but while I was coming across and talking to them, every student that I think is cool that I'm trying to recruit is from that house. Oh. So I should have just joined that house <laughs> and gotten all the characters I wanted. Sure. Um, but whatever, I'm trying to get them over to my side, and, and they'll come because I, I looked up a guide. <laughs> so mm. I know how to do this. <clears throat> sure. Um. Yeah, so there's a huge focus on on the relationship part. So, so you know, you, you, there are the t- the battles, and those play out just like the regular battles that you would expect from Fire Emblem. Except they got but rid of the weapon this whole, thing, right? They did get rid of the weapon triangle. Yeah. Um, they changed the weapons a little bit. Uh, 
not not too drastically, but you know, you get like special attacks now that'll do more uh, weapon damage to your weapon. So you know, there's some minor tweaks there. Sure. But the biggest the biggest change is that you can is is that you have this this hub world where you're running around talking to people, giving them gifts, taking them to dinner, fishing, planting food. Uh, you're, you know, there's, you're trying to like, uh, there's so many systems you're trying to increase their motivation so that you can teach them better. And I'll get into the lesson plans later. Um, but you're also giving them gifts so that they'll like you more, um, so that they'll get motivated better. And so that you can like recruit them onto your team and so that you increase the support level because support conversations are back. That's a thing that's always been there. Um, and you know, different characters like different food and there's, you know, they obviously want different gifts. So you find that too. You also need to take set lessons yourself to raise specific stats so that those characters will come join you. So for example, um, I'm trying to get this guy named Felix and he's really into speed and sword. So I need to get my sword efficiency up and my speed number up. Before he'll like join my house. Seems legit. So I need to go to specific other fes- professors and take training courses with them. So while you, d- so this all happens on Sundays, there's a whole calendar system in this game. Mm-hmm. Every like Sunday you have a day off and in that you get to choose what you'll do. The game also has an online component where it'll show you percentage wise whatever everyone else did on this day in the calendar. So you can kind of see like, oh, I guess everyone explored or everyone took it as a rest day or everyone did a battle in this one. <clears throat> um, so, you know, I have to find specific professors to raise my stats so I can get a specific student. You then also have to teach classes of your own. So you need to pick two attributes for each one of your students to work towards, which will increase different stats of theirs. So you could like, let's say I want this guy to get really good with swords. I can pick swords, but maybe I also want to raise his authority skill because he actually gets a special attack if his authority skill is high enough. So you need to mix that up and it can get kind of weird when it's like I'm teaching ax stuff to my archers because I know they can get a special like perk if they have enough ax points. Hmm. Um, okay. That sounds cool. You can put, there's, there's so many systems. Cause like I said, then you'll take, then you'll take seminars where you're also in class with other students. So you'll, they'll all kind of get a buff they can learn more if they're motivated. Like you can kind of just like if they're fully mo- um, motivated, it's like a it's a it's like a meter of four. You can uh, basically teach them, you know, in, in kind of gaming mechanics. You can do it four times before they're like no longer motivated. They don't want to learn anymore right now. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, people are asking if you can recruit every character. You can recruit almost every character. You cannot recruit the leaders of the houses. So each of the three houses have a main leader and they have like a right hand man or woman. So you can't get either of those two. I believe you can get everyone else, though. You might even be able to get professors. I'm not 100 percent sure on that. I may have been reading something incorrectly. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's the whole lesson plan system. And then this game also will you can you can then have them take tests to to turn into certain classes so they all kind of start off as just like like rando dude with a spear sure oh you know they'll 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 title them like noble or like commoner or something because 
the school you're at is actually for like like people that are going to like lead wars or something like that. So there's a lot of like princes and princesses here. So a bunch of them are like noble classes. The the house I'm in, I think is for like a mix of like the ragtag group. Okay. So there is some prince there is like some noble people in there, but there's a lot of commoners in there too. I don't really get why they're both at the same school. I may have missed something. Like I said, I've watched like five hours of cutscenes and, and support <laughs> conversations. Yeah. Um, people in the chat are saying, yes, you can get the professors. Cool. Um, where was I? Oh, so they take tests for what class they want to be in. Um, any character can be any class, which I'm not a huge fan of. Uh, it makes me think of the Final Fantasy games where you would just like hire a random job class to kind of be in your party and your party's kind of no named with like, I got five mages. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, I've always been more on the side of like, this character is designed to be the white mage. Um, so if you want a white mage, you need to have this character, uh, which I understand that's kind of giving you less options, but I don't know from a narrative standpoint, I've always just been more that way. Okay. It's not a big sure. deal. I'm going to make a whole party full of Myrmidons because they're the best class in the world. <laughs> um, okay. That's just how it's going to happen. Uh-huh. I don't care if they're supposed to be an archer. Uh, I'm going to give them a sword. But see, now you can become sword masters. So maybe you do like this so system. Can. No, I'm actually not going to do that. I'm, I'm, <laughs> Uh, I'm they, like I said they kind of start like oh that like this they're a commoner but they'll start with a spear and it's like okay I'm just gonna keep you as a spear guy yeah uh, and I understand some classes will our characters will kind of excel if if you kind of keep them in the lane that they're designed to be in you can make them stray if you want but uh I'm not gonna get like I'm sure there's like an ultra like this is like the speed run way to do it this guy has to become an axe dude I don't care enough to read into that. Um, this game by itself, I understand is already 60 hours. So I'm just kind of letting it play itself. Not, not actually though. Cause you can do auto for everything. If you want, if you don't want to actually manually teach everyone, everything you can hit auto teach and I'll just go through it. You can also do auto battle. So you, could, you don't want to do the battles. So you could just use this as a visual novel if you wanted to. I'm sure people uh, will use that. this. That's, that's as yeah. a awesome visual feature, novel actually. slash dating sim. Yes. I mean, that's Which, probably a bigger selling point than the actual game, frankly, for a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, so, like, I was kind of just, like, you know, talking to myself on Twitter last week about kind of how my thoughts on this Fire Emblem were, and it's like, I don't know if I'd say this should be your first Fire Emblem because it's really dense with mechanics. Um, and I also hesitate to say it's a departure because, like, Fire Emblem has kind of been going in this direction mm. ever since, like, Awakening, basically. Sure. So I don't really know, like... If someone was to say, what are Fire Emblem games? You know, five years ago, I would have said, you know, they're tactics battlers. But like, that's not even like the pr- like <laughs> primary thing this time. Right. I understand the second half of the game will focus more on fights. And I would assume so once like the overarching story and, you know, the fate of the world comes into play. Yeah, there, there'll be more fights. Um, but for right now, like if you're, you know, the first seven hours or so is a lot of running around the monastery, just chatting with people. Um. That kind of makes sense to you. I'm, I'm having fun. I like I like those games too. I mean, I play visual novels, so I'm I'm really enjoying the game. Uh, and it seems like it's going to be the only game I'm playing for the rest of my life, mm. apparently, because it's so long. Cool, man. Um, and like before, you can choose if you want to play classic or or casual, where characters can come back, or if they die, they're dying. I'm playing classic because I'm a real gamer. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And I respect Fire Emblem. Damn it. Yep. Um. 
But you also now get an ability to rewind time. You can do that three times per battle. And I'm using that because as a, anyone who's played tactics games know, sometimes you moved one guy one square wrong and three dudes jumped him. And oh. it's like, I don't, I'm not doing 20 minutes of that again. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, sometimes you just don't know how weak the archer is against like eight swords dudes when you thought he was good at dodging. Uh, so you can re- rewind time. I think as much as you want, like it'll take you back step by step of what happened. Not just like take me back one full turn. It's like, do you want to take it back to when this person got healed? You know, you can go step by step. Ah, okay. Uh, which is nice. So, cause I'd definitely be doing that. Um, because like I said, weird shit just happens. Uh, I, Paul, I'm sure you even saw this in war groove where everything's going good. And then all of a sudden, Oh crap. One dude came out of the mist and just destroyed Arguably, everything, and that's the end of that. It's the problem I had with Wargroove. Everything else was fine, but it relied on that maybe a few too many times for my liking. Right. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, they did add in a like single checkpoint you can use. Yeah. Um, a few months after we were playing it. Yeah. So I do still need to go back and play more of that game for sure. Oh uh, yeah. I mean, that checkpoint thing definitely makes me like more okay with it because I don't mind pushing yep. through that stuff. But fuck, that's annoying, doing, like, 20 minutes to get jumped by a dude. Yep. No, for sure. Um, anyway, uh, so Fire Emblem Three Houses, again, it's a good time. If if you're a Fire Emblem fan, you're already playing this, like, you know it. I, again, I don't know if I can, like, recommend it as your first Fire Emblem, because you'll just be jumping in the deep end. There's a lot going on. But... If you don't have a 3DS, like, how else are you going to play Fire Emblem? This might be your only option, really. Um, and, you know, we're probably not getting another Fire Emblem for a few years. Yeah. Also, I don't know what it is. Everyone's been talking about Fire Emblem and, like, Awa- and they keep mentioning, like, Awakening and Fates. And I just want to say, nobody seems to have played Echoes. <laughs> no one's talking about Fire Emblem Echoes. That came out two years ago. Did everyone just forget about that one? Yeah, nope. honestly. A lot of people seem to. Yeah, I don't know why. It seems, it's weird. I played that in Peru. How many waifus did it have? It was a remake of an older one, so none. Yeah, it was like that's a, why. Like an old Fire Emblem. I guess. So that's what I'm saying is like, what is Fire Emblem now? It's waifus. The, like, it, I guess it's, wa- it's waifus. It's, that's half of a joke. Smash Bros. I'm actually like being pretty serious when I say that. No, no, I totally get it. Like, I, I'm agreeing. I think it's waifus and I think it's Smash Bros. Mm-hmm. It kind of is Smash Bros. Yo, does this one have Marth? No. <laughs> oh, then I, I, I don't mean, care. I bet he'll come in DLC. Yeah, no, then he seems I don't to care. Come in I, DLC I want Marth because I main him in Smash. Yeah, I guess so. There's no Krom. The main character's name in this one is Byleth, which I think sucks. <laughs> wow. All right. <laughs> thought that was okay. Sorry to <laughs> all whatever. of our Byleth named fans out there. Yep. Viewership Genuinely. just Your went down. Your name is Byleth and you're listening. I am sorry. <laughs> That's just the opinion I hold. <laughs> Yep. Um, anyways, that's all that I have been playing. Cool. So let's do some news. Word. All right, this was announced today, I believe, but yep. Destiny's next big expansion is getting delayed by like half a month. Yep. Not a big deal. That's a Shadow Keep going back to the moon, uh, along with New Light, the free to play version of Death's Destiny, or Destiny 2, I should say. Yep. 
So that's October 1st now. It used to be September 17th. Uh, one other little bit of news about this, though, is they said the cross-save feature is getting moved up to this month. Hmm. Cool. Okay. Which is pretty cool. I'm looking forward to using the cross-save feature. Um, mo- mostly because I want to play it on Xbox now. Mm-hmm. But also because I guess I'm getting it with Stadia. So right. that would be just helpful if I could move my character around. Yeah. Uh, what else we got? Oh, this is a PSA, much like last week's PSA. If you're a Twitch Prime subscriber, so if you're an Amazon Prime subscriber, that one year of Nintendo Online you get as a perk, uh, this is your last week to redeem that. Gotcha. Okay. So if you want a free year of Nintendo Online and you're a Prime member, you should jump on that. Yep. Uh, we got some new Game Pass games, which I'm excited about, as always. Uh out today is Ashes Cricket. Okay. Oh yeah. Nice. And Pandemic, the board game, the digital version of the board game. Uh-huh. It doesn't have online play though. What oh, the hell? Yeah, that's a bummer. <laughs> okay. It has local. And right. the weirdest thing is the way the way it's worded is it has two to five player Xbox Live local co-op. What the <laughs> hell does that mean? <laughs> Xbox Live local. Love it. Um, Because, yeah, me and my friend were like, yo, let's play some Pandemic. No. Bummer. No, that dude lives on the East Coast. No, I'm not playing any Pandemic with him anytime soon. Yeah. Um, I forget what the next date was, but Jackbox Party Pack 2 is next week. Okay. Along with Space Hulk Tactics on PC. Nice. Um, That's a good game. Oh, I think Downwell was also today on PC. Also a good game. Uh, and then halfway through the month, Slay the Spire comes to Xbox. Not allowed to talk about Hell that yeah. yet. People have to pay a dollar to yeah. hear us talk about it. So That's true. So take back what I just said. <laughs> it, <laughs> Maybe I'm excited about Slay the Spire coming to Game Pass. I don't know. You gotta pay me. <laughs> you gotta pay me? <laughs> Check back on my, on my second podcast. All right, and this one was sent on the Discord, uh, mostly because last week we got an email saying that the goodwill game of the year is Crash Team Racing, because they don't have any micro- microtransactions. <laughs> oh, that's so good. I didn't even realize. Uh, okay. <laughs> Activision has announced it is adding microtransactions <laughs> to Crash Team Racing. <laughs> that's um, so good. Actually, we should get John's opinion on this. John, we got a question sent in last week, and they were like, "What? what is a game or a game series you can think of that is just totally goodwill all the fans are happy the game ha- series hasn't like offended anybody i'm curious what your opinion is and then i'll tell you what john what paul and i landed on uh my answer is n- nothing that does not exist N- none you really you can't think of a single one no because even people get mad at tetris now so like i there is no <laughs> such thing as a series that still has that has not somehow upset its fans in some way shape or form so i'll, I'll walk you through our thought process we kind of figured it had to be something small so there's just less people to annoy and it can't be too long of a series. So there's like less games, less chance to annoy people. Really? We just said guacamole. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's fair. But when I played guacamole one, people in my chat were upset because they didn't like the changes guacamole two made. So, or more so they were oh, upset really? that it was literally just the exact same game again. So that's the biggest you, you problem. You can turn into a giant chicken. What are you talking about? <laughs> same game. And it has local co-op. Yeah, we kind of landed on, no like, the worst thing that. people can say about it is that I didn't like the second one for whatever reason. So, 
whatever. Anyway, anyways, um, so they're adding microtransactions. Uh, what is this? Because I actually didn't look into this. So they have something called the pitch stop where you can unlock skins and, and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, you can still unlock them with like in-game currency, but you can now pay for it if you want. Gotcha. Uh, they're also adding a bunch of like free stuff in like a new uh, series and tracks and stuff like that. There's like a dino themed <laughs> Grand Prix happening for all of August. Okay. Like a dinosaur themed one. Yeah, I'm looking at this <clears throat> video. Cute little dino. Okay. Anyway, yeah, that's uh, that's your news for this week. Cool. So let's do some questions. If you want to send in a question, it is topdownperspective at gmail.com, at TDP Podcast on Twitter, uh, the Discord channel, and John's P.O. Box. And I'll read this first one from Yogurt Sapien. John, of all the cities you visit, which one is your favorite? Also, would you ever leave Calgary? I have to leave Calgary to go to other cities. <laughs> I think he means I know, like, I know he means good. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, you just bought a house. There's no way you would I ain't move. moving Why for a couple move? years, I'll tell you that much. But, um, I mean, if the right opportunity came up, yeah. What's your favorite city? That out of all the ones I've been to, probably Seattle. Seattle's a cool city. Yep. Do you think you could deal with all the rain, though? The rain would be fine. It's the traffic that I would hate. Mm. Okay. That's See, also that's, why I don't say LA. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, see, I like Seattle a lot. I could not deal with that much rain. What? You cut off. What you said, you, you, say, favorite I like, city. you like Seattle a lot, and then you fade it out. Oh, but uh, yeah, I could not deal with all the rain. Paul, do you have a favorite city? Uh, Seattle's a good one. Yep. And I would deal with all the rain because I fucking hate the sun and I love the rain and overcast. Okay. All right. There you go. We're all Seattle fans, I guess. Yep. Um, Linebeck says, where do you all lie on the Fire Emblem weapon triangle of sword, lance, and axe? I'm probably sword. I'd take axe, probably. Uh, I would be sword just because I'm a fan. All my favorite classes use swords. Unless, like unless we can cheat assassins. and use air, bow and arrow. <laughs> just be colorless. <laughs> yeah. The archer. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there was a magic triangle as well. Uh, but I don't think that's been used in a while because they added so many like new spells into it. So I don't actually know the answer. Okay. All right, John, why don't you take this one from VGC Kenny? What games can you think of where, despite it having a crippling lack of quality of life features, did well and is considered good by many? Tetris. What 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 are people complaining about Tetris about? <laughs> so uh, people like actually hated when they added like the easier moves, like the the piece stocking and uh, being able to like flip over the board basically mm. the the non-instant locking that actually that upset a lot of purists what does flip over the board mean so you know in like tetris 99 how if you're about to lock a piece and if you start flipping the piece it, it keeps in play oh i see okay. yeah so I, there's a couple there different a names bit. for that i call it like uh, peace walking but yeah oh peace walking okay 
That's how you T-spin, isn't it? Yeah, it's one of the ways you T-spin. So okay. some people also hate T-spinning, but. I'm going to say near automata. Okay. That is a, I would say that's kind of a, a rough game around the edges, but it is considered good by many. Sure, that's a great one. I think maybe it's nostalgia playing into it too, but a lot of people say Resident Evil 4 is very, very good. It's lacking a lot of quality of life options. It's very basic. All right. Was it at the time, though, when it came out? Um, It was different enough that it didn't matter that it was lacking stuff. Okay. Boko writes in, so what are the hardest games you've played and completed? Let's say a top five or three. Mm. Uh, and then there's a second question I'll get to afterwards. Hardest games? Like, what do you consider hard, I guess? Something unbeatable? I guess whatever you want to consider. Because they say Cuphead in here, and I didn't find Cuphead that hard, but I found, like, you've ever played Contra 3 on the hardest difficulty? Well, that's no, that's what bitch. they say. Like they don't, they don't like, think Cuphead's hard. That's what they say in the mess in the in the letter. Mm-hmm. I've been like, streaming through Cuphead recently, and I had a viewer remark that they weren't able to beat any of the levels, which got me thinking. I don't consider that specific game hard, but I do consider it difficult. Do you make a difference between the two? Because I feel like mm-hmm. that game in particular is very fair with what it throws at you versus the other hard games. Right, and that's kind of like what I'm trying to think of. Like I've played games that are bullshit that are quote unquote hard. Mm. But, like, what about games that is, like, I know what I need to do. It's just difficult for me to do it. Like, I'm trying to think. Because, like, what is it? I want to be the boshy and I want to be the guy are garbage. But they're hard games. You know? So. They're, they're meant to be annoying. Right. So, like, I don't know. People say the Souls games are hard. I've played all of those except for Sekiro, which I still haven't touched yet. Oh, yeah. Why haven't you played Sekiro yet? That seems right up your alley. Because um, I wanted the hype to die down around it. I was sick of people talking about it. Okay. That's fair. Yep. Um, Contra games are very hard. <laughs> On harder difficulties. Learning that those games is a pain in the ass. Um, Actually, there's a lot of, like, quote-unquote Nintendo hard games that you could probably throw in here. I'm going to say Guitar Hero 2 on Expert. Okay. That was pretty hard. Because mm-hmm. I, I had to like... You had to learn Freebird for the end that? encore. Freebird. I'm, trying to, I'm, I'm wondering if I actually did do it on Expert or if I only did it on Hard. Oh, shit. I don't know. It's fake been a long gamer? time ago. Sean's a fake gamer? What? I mean... Not you, Sean. Those songs <laughs> are still really hard on Hard. Yeah, no, for sure. I know 3 I could not do an Expert because they had... um. Oh, what was the... Uh, Rehead Through the Fire and finals. Flames. Through the Fire and Flames. And uh, right. Devil Went do Down that, to Georgia. Do hard, though. Yeah. It, but what was the... Uh, there was an Ozzy Osbourne song. Was it Crazy Train? Oh, and like, three? Yeah, probably. Because Bark... Bark of the Moon Oh, no. Actually, one. that would have been Bark of the Moon... It was Bark of the... Bark, I think it was Bark of the Moon. Bark of the Moon Bark of the Moon might have been two, actually. Yeah. It actually might have been one, now that I think about it. Because what was the last song in one? <sighs> I think it might have been Bark of the, the Moon. The last song in two was uh, Freebird. Was Freebird. Freebird. Yeah. Freebird, for yeah. sure. Yes. 
Um, oh, it's it's been so long. I am interested to hear John's thoughts. The hardest games he's played and completed. Uh, Kaizo, I feel like counts. Um, mm-hmm. Ninja Gaiden Black, Devil May Cry Three. Oh right, Devil May Cry Three. Yeah, yeah. I've only played special editions, so I wouldn't have put that down for myself. Uh, see, that's the that problem. Is change. Like, yeah, uh, special editions easier. They tweaked all you, the difficulties to what they're supposed oh, to be. Because when the normal yeah. DMC three we got, all the difficulties were basically uh, moved up a difficulty. So normal was actually hard. Hard was actually expert, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, interesting. Okay, neat. So yeah, special edition put them back to normal and uh, added Virgil as playable. Cool. Okay. Uh, the problem is like I can't think of like what else because I'm at this point where I'm just like, yeah, whatever. Like I can't think of right now yeah. of a game that I've. I can think of a specific game. I can't think of a specific game where I would say like, yes, that was the hardest, one of the hardest games, or the hardest. Sure. I can just yeah. think of hard-ish games that I've played through, and that's about it. Yeah, because you can think about games that you were frustrated with, but it's like it's not. The thing is, is that a game is very rarely fully like difficult. It's usually just one or two parts you get hung up on, right? If anything, yeah. Like, like they the point they bring up with Cuphead's a good point. I didn't find Cuphead hard. I found it annoying. Yeah, there's some annoying shit in that game. I found Cuphead hard. The pro- also is is this second question? It, are we trying to also determine what is the difference between us saying uh, what is hard and what is difficult? Like, yeah, because they're asking, what do you make a difference between the two? I mean, yeah, if you want to play I, semantics, I hard isn't shouldn't be used in English to describe difficulty, but that's just a semantic debate of words. But yeah, yeah, I get what he means, and um, yeah. I think, I guess difficult is the thing we're talking about. Because if something's like, maybe I don't make it different. I, I, I do. don't have a difference. Okay. Uh, hard okay, hard and difficult to me, is, like, I think difficult is, is easier. Difficult in my idea, in my mind, is something okay. that is not challenging. It's just designed to be frustrating. So like I'll use so there's a level I'll of use annoyance. Kai, yeah, I'll, I'll use Kaizo. I'll use I want to be the guy. I'll use like I want to be the boshi. That kind of stuff to be. That's well now I'm. That's a different meaning of difficult. Cause that's harder. Yeah, that's what that, I was that, wondering too. Yeah, because that's more meant to frustrate you than anything and require precision. So right. Maybe hard. Maybe the the difference in my mind is difficult. Yeah, I'm getting these backwards because I would have said difficult would be annoying but difficult would be getting in the way of the fun and hard is just actually challenging you in a way mm-hmm. but now i'm getting the two in my in my See, head back but when, if i just think of the word difficult i don't like if i think of the word difficult outside of games the word annoying would not be like a synonym for that i think if i'm gonna call something difficult i think there's a sort of fairness behind it. Like, this is difficult, but I know what I need to do. When something's hard, it's bullshit. Like, this is just hard. Like, this is just like a spike came out of nowhere. A dude came out of nowhere after 20 minutes of grinding this stupid map in uh, that tactics game. And then fucking one shot, like, my whole party or whatever. That's hard. 
because he was hiding and then just jumped out at me. Something is difficult when I can see what I need to do and I'm just trying to learn how to do it. Yeah, I can agree with that. Okay, yeah, because they even mentioned the fair. So you're saying that hard is more a a metric of how fair it is? I think so. Whereas the difficult is the actual difficulty? I think so. This is confusing me, by the way. A little bit me too, not gonna lie. (laughs) Yeah, but I think I'm okay with stating that, yeah. Yeah, I think I'm the opposite. I don't think I would differentiate them really. Okay. I mean, at the end of the day, I, I if you're saying, not having like, fun hey, with a thing, you should stop playing it, right? Like, it doesn't matter if it's hard right, or Right, well, what I'm trying to say is, like, between the two definitions you're using, I would use a different word for your your definition for hard here. Okay, what would you use? I wouldn't use hard. I would say bullshit. this is bullshit or yeah. unfair or this is annoying. I, I don't think I would use hard. I think I would use them both hard and difficult is the same for a a metric of difficulty. Yeah. And 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 they may they're probably on a different part of that scale, sure. But they're not a different scale like that. You guys are are siding on. So I think I'm on the other side of that. Uh, on the side note, I know what he I know <clears throat> what she's saying here. Um, the reason why I brought up the semantic debate is I've actually been trying to consciously not use the word hard to describe difficult because hard is like a state. It's not exactly like a difficulty level. So like. I agree that I I knew what they're getting at, but I agree with you that I wouldn't. These words mean the same when somebody says it to me. Unfair, bullshit, or whatever is more what I would describe as like what they're saying is hard. All right, and uh, my I'll get the last one from Rasterman. Yes, Rasterman says so. Since John is the first proto gamer ever. What are some of your favorite video game related misspellings and typos? Congratulation is what I use constantly to people in text messages still. So probably. What is that from? Huh? What's that from? Ghostbusters, I believe. Or just any poorly translated game in general. I think it was Ghostbusters. You have like completed a great game or whatever. Yeah. What is, what's the whole quote? I'm going to look it up, but... Now rest our weary heroes or something like that. That's part of yeah. it. It's, there's a whole thing for it. It's really, really stupid. It's congratulation. You have completed a great game and proved the justice of our culture. Now go and rest our heroes. That's the one. Yep. <laughs> That's a good, good one. Good stuff. Also, I feel asleep is great. Yeah. <laughs> Eat you the hot bullet of shotgun to die. (laughs) That's really good, too. Uh, The one that I said was from Metal Gear. I I think the only one I use on a regular basis is Your Winner from um, Big Rigs. That's pretty good. Yep. Yeah. That's the only one I got off the top of my head. All right. If people want to send in questions for next week, top down perspective at gmail.com at TDP podcast on Twitter, the discord channel or John's PO box games of the week. Mario maker. Nothing. (laughs) I'm going to give it to fire emblem. Cool. Okay. So if you're a Patreon person, slay the spire is right after this. So either catch it live or wait for the uh, audio version to show up sometime tomorrow. 
And we have our game for August. Uh, John won with Eagle Island. Nice. Hey. Which this game just looks like Owlboy to me. <laughs> Am I wrong? Is, is it Owlboy? No, because you can't fly. Okay. At, visual, I haven't played this. Visually, it looks like Owlboy. Okay. So Owlboy is our game for August. So stay tuned for that. I, no, Eagle Island. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did I, did I actually you just did, say it? Yeah, yep. Oh man, what if, what if I did just play Owlboy next month and I came to the podcast ready to talk It'd about? It'd be Owlboy. pretty good. Yep. All right, Eagle Island is the game for next month, so uh, stay tuned for that. But uh, stay tuned now for the Slay the Spire episode. Bye. Uh, we'll see you guys next week.